lovely people now i want to ask you one question what's your poison hmm if it's wine then you're surely lucky today and if it's not wine then you're even luckier because you will get to know on this episode what is it that really gets a wine lover going especially when she's called gargi kothari who's taking her love for wine super seriously you know she is this truly mind blowing wine geek who i met at one of the most fun filled events organized at my co-working space workbay in bandra and gargi well i want to introduce you to the people who don't know you yet on this episode 13 of the rj suje ikigai podcast gargi come about say hello how are you feeling today hi sujata i am feeling great how are you i am doing absolutely super and i can't tell you how excited i am i always say this at the beginning of my show because you know it's it's so nice and i feel so thrilled to be introducing people uh, like you special and inspiring people like you to my listeners on uh, this uh, podcast called get up get going and find your ikigai cuz each of you have truly truly you know followed your ikigai and are doing what you love so gargi tell us yeah i mean eight and a half years ago in india a girl actually getting into the world of wine how did that all happen so first of all i would like to start off by thanking you so much for inviting me to this podcast and i feel that the name and the concept of this podcast you know gels so much with what how i feel about wine mm-hmm. and it was uh, completely by accident um, you know i was in advertising didn't quite enjoy it that much so for 2 years i spent a lot of time in searching about you know what i really wanted to do and uh, surprisingly the idea of wine uh, came from my mom mm-hmm. uh, you know she was the one who found out about wset which is wine and spirit education trust uh, you know which is a global body that uh, you know does formal wine education and i came across that course and i went for the level 1 which is just for a day and I I just absolutely fell in love with wine. Um I really knew nothing about wine yeah. when I went for that class and it just blew my mind as to there are so many things involved when it comes to wine. It's not just about the technical knowledge of that liquid mm-hmm. in the glass, but it's got so many things right from the history, culture, geography, the people behind it, the food, uh, you know, that we have with wine. it has so many different aspects and you know i always say that you could spend your lifetime learning about wine and it might still not be enough because the subject itself is so deep and so vast so i think that uh, you know that curiosity that i have about various things you know wine kind of stokes that curiosity that i have you know to constantly learn something new to explore something new and i think that is what you know keeps me going in the wine space you know because you can be creative you can be technical uh, there are so many different aspects that you can explore when it comes to wine that just i absolutely love you know doing what i do That's so uh, nice to hear. Absolute pleasure to hear, actually. And what a cool mom! I mean, she went and found out about uh, what's WSET stand for. It's Wine and Spirit Education Trust. Okay, she actually went and you know, kind of found out more about that. And why would she do that? I mean, Gargi, was there any particular reason for that? 
is it very interesting i'm just curious to know so yeah there was actually a reason uh, it being that you know i was kind of lost so wine happened to me when i was um around 27 years old and uh, you know i was kind of lost in my career uh, you know i didn't really know what i wanted to do and so i think it was her thing you know that she was just trying to help me figure out what i wanted to do i mean she's a clinical psychologist herself and she helps kids through their learning difficulties you know or that's what she does so she was like hey like i got to do the same thing for my daughter you know try to help her in terms of finding a career of course she is my mom she understands my temperament and by then you know i'd already been in two jobs and i knew that that typical 9 to 5 was you know not really my scene like that was not my temperament at all so she of course knew that and then that is why uh, her endeavor was also to find an offbeat career you know something that is not your regular job situation and uh, that's how we started exploring different things so in this exploring different things i also did wedding planning i did a bit of event management all of that happened and uh, you know this kind of event management experience uh, you know helped quite a bit with my own events so you know no experience goes to waste but it's just that i needed to find something that was my passion or that was my calling and that happened with wine and that's so amazing that your mom had such a big role to play in it right usually she, she um, definitely you know, did yeah usually you know it's the conditioning that parents uh, say that you got to do this you got to get your degree you got to be successful in this field right and here was a mom you know who really encouraged you to do uh, what you wanted or follow your heart you know uh, kudos uh hats off actually to her uh, gargi please give her my special special compliments yeah i will i will that's awesome so gargi uh, you know talking about your mom let's go back to your childhood sure did you have any childhood influences or growing up influences that led you to choose this kind of a career completely different have you been like this since you were a child etc so uh, you know of course i was always um the different kid in terms of the fact that i was always very opinionated and i was always um, my thinking was always different from a lot of people uh, of my age and also i had this rebellious uh, streak that i do even now you know so i've always been an independent thinker and the way that i was brought up was also uh, to think for myself you know my parents always said that you think for yourself like you know we trust you and we trust your decision making so whatever is it that you want to do uh, we will advise you but we will never impose anything on you you know so i think that that was a very big influence in having even the confidence in myself to think independently and think differently and not feel that oh am i doing something wrong or is this okay or anything like that like uh, you know not second guessing yourself is something i think that was ingrained uh when i was a kid and uh, also you know i would say other kind of influences you know i was uh, always heavily into music i am into that even now and you know once again that kind of uh, speaks of my free spiritedness you know because i really enjoy things that give you the freedom to be who you are 
you know that was one of the most important things for me another influence would be the fact that growing up uh, you know my dad is an entrepreneur and he always you know did things his way and also uh, you know when when we were kids you know when we had some financial difficulties it always happens in business families you know uh, there's always up and down in business so uh, that was never a deterrent uh you know for us in the sense that that kind of made us resilient saying that hey like it's not about having a paycheck at the end of the day but it's about really following your dreams and doing what you really want to do so seeing that and then uh you know after even uh, quitting advertising and i quit advertising not just because i had found something else that i wanted to do in fact i quit advertising not knowing at all what i wanted to do so at that time also uh, you know to say that hey like this is not what i want to do and i don't want to uh, you know follow um, the rat race so that kind of you know temperament is what i would say is what set me apart and set me on the path to find my calling so i i feel that these would be the influences that i've had you know growing up oh wow that reminds me of one of my favorite frank sinatra songs uh, my way and you know the lyrics of that actually and it goes i did it my way and gargi it surely seems like you are doing it your way <laughs> so you know congratulations to you that you know when you listen to the lyrics of the song i'm sure you have listened to it but you know maybe go back and listen to it once more today <laughs> Okay all right uh, let's keep this going and uh, let's keep your journey going as well tell us more about you know what happened after you did w set you know the course and uh, you know what was your journey after that in the world of wines so when i started out of course i was a complete novice and uh, therefore i wanted to do a job mainly to understand how the industry works you know who are the people and to of course make uh, you know connections and networking within the industry so for the first 3 years that i was in wine i worked with a wine importer where i handled marketing and then in the last one and a half years of the job i also graduated to a wine trainer because by then i had completed my wsct level 3 as well so um this kind of an experience you know gave me insights into how the industry works and then at the end of the day that was still a job you know so and i had this thing in me where i wanted to do something of my own and i saw that there was a gap in terms of uh, you know people wanting to learn about wine but there weren't ev- enough avenues or platforms or even wine tasting events where people could go and learn about wine in an informal uh, setting you know uh, otherwise wine has this image of you know being very lardida or has this kind of very stuffy sort of an image and i wanted to kind of you know make wine more approachable for people and that was the whole idea with which i started my company magic sellers so uh, you know wherein uh, you know i wanted to create a community around wine create a group of wine lovers you know who would meet regularly taste different wines learn about wines together but at the same time the setting 
you know was always going to be informal of course we have different types of uh, you know events where certain events are formal as well but most of the events would be casual and informative and a lot of fun you know where people are coming together and i am like giving them some gyan about wine and uh, you know in the beginning of course everybody is very interested but after maybe about 3 4 glasses of wine people are like hey we just want to party you know after that so that's totally cool as well but uh, you know what i have managed to do uh, what my vision was you know is to create this uh, community uh, that had a very fun casual uh, vibe to it you know so at the same time i wanted to remove all the snobbery from wine so you know so that people can really learn to appreciate and enjoy wine without feeling conscious that hey do i know enough about wine to even enjoy it but well you know you don't really need to know enough about wine to enjoy it you just got to you know have an open mind and an open palate in terms of wanting to try different things because that's what wine uh, you know is about so my journey from 2012 uh, you know to about early 2020 would be uh, you know uh, a experience in the wine space and then a lot of wine events you know we've done some events even with you sujata at work bay and those have been so much fun uh, you know so absolutely <laughs> yeah so i mean you have been to every single one of them and i think we had a great run going i can't wait to start again uh, especially the events at work bay and uh, you know over the course of the time uh, you know we kind of incorporate a lot of different things along with wine you know and not just wine in isolation so we did uh, events that have wine and art wine and music uh, wine and food wine and desserts uh, you know we did so many different uh, wine and beer as well you know uh, these tastings of wine and beer i think you had come to an event uh, you know uh, about as well which had wine and beer together so uh, the whole idea was to kind of you know really go creative with what kind of events i can curate and therefore kind of expand the uh, reach of those events you know reaching out to more and more different kinds of people you know because there are wine lovers everywhere so that has been the idea behind uh, you know magic sellers but well now you know because of covid of course events are uh, you know not happening but uh, thankfully you know we found some solutions for that as well right right that was my next question actually you know what keeps you ticking during the pandemic because live events have more or less i think completely shut down and no one wants to meet in a closed room anymore so what keeps you going so uh, you know of course initially it was uh, very disappointing to kind of you know when when the first time when things started back in march 2020 i mean nobody would have expected things would have gone on you know till now uh, you know so initially i was thinking oh this is just a matter of 2 3 weeks or a month maximum and then we'll be back to life uh, you know as usual but of course that wasn't the case so initially uh, what i did was that i just focused on wine education and wine learning so i did a lot of seminars uh, sorry or rather webinars on wine wherein you know we would take a particular topic and really like deep dive into it so initially that's what kept me going and that's what kept you know some people from my wine community going as well you know so it was a niche group of an audience that was meeting every week 
to uh, deep dive into a particular subject or a particular wine region or some types of grape varietals or certain styles of wines. So uh, those educative uh, seminars, uh, you know, kept me going. Also, it kind of helped me brush up my knowledge about various aspects that I had studied about before. So that was one thing. But once when, uh, you know, the wine shops opened up and, you know, we were getting wine to drink at home. So then we kind of moved to virtual tastings wherein, you know, we would send wines to people and we all meet online on a Zoom call and we taste the wines together and we talk about those wines. So uh, things graduated from uh, in-person tastings to virtual tastings, you know, and that is a format that has kind of kept me going even during these COVID times because, uh, you know, such kind of casual wine events became... uh, activities for corporates, you know, to engage, you know, like a team engagement activity or, uh, you know, on a a virtual event, uh, you know, where wine tasting was a part of it. You know, maybe it was an event for a client or maybe it was an event with a client or something, you know, where there was a one hour wine tasting event. So those have also been doing really well. Uh, You know, we've had, uh, you know, people from various corporate companies sign up for these events. And that's what I have been doing. Uh, Another interesting thing that happened uh, earlier this year during Jan and Feb was that I uh, recorded a a video series. Mm -hmm. So it's called Wine 101, which basically gives any wine lover or wine enthusiast enthusiast, um, like a lowdown on everything that they would need to know about wine in order to get started on their journey, uh, you know, bring wine. So it covers all the different basics, you know, which kind of makes the person who is actually even just going to a casual wine evening, makes him feel confident about, you know, holding a glass of wine or what temperature to drink his wine at or how to taste his wine. You know, so these various basic things is what we covered in that course. So once again, you know, that also kept me going, you know, because that was a new thing for me as well, you know, being in front of the camera and doing a recording and, you know, being all lively and, you know, talking about wine and (laughs) stuff. Never done something like that before. So that was another very interesting thing for me to do a lot of learning for me as well. And, uh, you know, so this video series we put out was, uh, you know, is available online and, you know, anybody can sign up for it. And because it's pre-recorded, like it became very convenient for people to just view it whenever they wanted it, you mm-hmm. know, so it's a live event, you know, where they have to make themselves available at one particular time. So, you know, you can do it at your own pace, uh, you know, so we've received really good responses for that. And uh, once again, it's like fun uh, course, you know, for anybody to do. And like I said, it was a huge learning exercise, uh, you know, for me. So that is what I've been doing during these uh, COVID times. Also, another thing is, uh, you know, doing a lot of content, you know, nowadays, everywhere you go, everyone talks about content, you know, like content is king. So uh, Mm. what? I did to do was take this time that I had with me, you know, because the events are not happening. So mm. I'm as busy, you know, running around with all the operations or the logistics of the events. Right. So um, that gave me a lot of time to produce uh, informative content, 
on wine you know besides the wine 101 course you know uh, which people can easily access you know on my instagram and they can have a look at it uh, you know so a lot of it gave me a lot of time to work on building this content you know which people can access anytime nice. so another thing that i have been you know focusing on you know so you can't you can't uh, keep people guessing you got to give them your instagram handle love <laughs> okay yeah sure you can find me under gargi kothari or my handle is magic sellers that's m a g i c c e l l a r s on instagram and uh, you know follow me for all the wine geeky content Oh, that's super cool, uh, Gargi, and I'm sure that you're going to have a lot many more followers. You know who want to know a lot more about wine. And let me tell you this: you know the events that I at- attended at Work Bay were always fun-filled, but they were also so warm and so inviting, right? Because I'm so glad that somebody has decided to take out the snobbery, as you called it, out of wine or the la di da aura around it. I mean, it's for everyone, and when you know. you know more about what's going into your uh, body at that moment and what you're feeling you know the the way you would ask us right what are you feeling you know when you swirl it when you smell it when you sniff it and most of the guests who came to these events were you know uh, novices like me right i mean i didn't know too much about wine it was just that oh i'd read some stuff up and you know i would uh, as you said at parties you're swirling that glass wondering oh my god you know what what has this gotten it <laughs> right but i think you broke so many myths about wine and uh, i think uh, we'd like to thank you as a community of wine lovers because i am one of them now you've converted me and i'm having so much fun uh, during the pandemic i have been looking at your content as well so well done uh, and keep going girl uh, because i think uh, that's what this podcast is all about get up and get going and find your ikigai right so just keep going so gargi um, uh not the last question i mean i would i would want you to go on and on but you know uh what what would you uh, give as a message to people who are still in the process of finding out their ikigai and uh, or maybe people who are uh, you know who've just recently started following it there have been a lot of people you know during the pandemic they've kind of decided that no enough is enough you know i'm just going to do what my heart tells me so what what sort of advice would you give them the number one thing i believe is uh, persistence you know and i feel that to just keep going is the most important thing you know and once you have really found something that you love then i feel that just dedicating some time to it during your day you know even if you have a regular job uh, you know that you are doing but maybe there is a passion that you have you know it could be anything it could be clay modeling or it could be carpentry or it could be i don't know making like short movies on on your phone or it could be anything like literally absolutely anything but the idea is to dedicate some time uh, uh from your day to that activity you know even if you're not doing it professionally right now even if you're not doing it full time right now but to take baby steps you know to not of course have the uh, you know larger goal uh, the bigger picture in mind but you know we have to know that rome was not built in a day you know as the old saying goes you have to take baby steps and you have to keep going and you have to keep persisting because there will be days you know where you feel blah and you don't feel like doing it 
or you feel like hey like this is a waste of time am i really going to make a career out of this or am i really going to make any serious money out of this uh, i feel that these are the kind of uh, conditioning that we have you know uh, since uh, you know we are we are growing up and therefore i feel that it's important to think for yourself and to break that conditioning that we have and and at the same time keep persisting with something that you love and eventually you know the path will lay itself out in front of you because you have done the work so i feel that that is uh, you know a message that i would like to give to people who are so finding their ikigai like you said nice you know uh, because i think that's what you followed right being persistent uh, and giving it time and being at it right and that's what has got you so far gargi i admire you i'm inspired by you and i'm Thank really honored you. that you uh, came on this episode and are giving out this message and hopefully converting many people uh, into wine lovers very soon yeah and work day yeah. look forward to welcoming you and <laughs> i personally really look forward to those fun filled evenings of uh, i know music. i really really yeah. miss them absolutely affordable right also right oh, you, yeah, made it, yeah. you made it like really anyone can walk in it's not like you know it's not like uh, top notch prices it's very affordable and uh, yeah. and more importantly you get to meet so many interesting and interested people right so yeah it's great fun and uh, thank you so much once again for being on this episode of get up get going and find your ikigai Thank you thank you Sujata thank you so much for having me it was a pleasure to chat with you even though it's virtually and uh, you know hopefully we are able to meet each other face to face soon enough Absolutely you know I'm crossing my fingers as I say this take care stay safe and see you very soon And that was the completion of yet another episode of Get Up Get Going and Find Your Ikigai. Well, I'm finding the time to find awesome inspiring people to get on this podcast and try and inspire you as well. And please do the same. I know you're really busy, but please do listen in first and then if you like it, love it, share, forward, whatever you can, you know, to keep this show going, to keep this podcast going and to keep also flow of guests going. Maybe you can write into me with some interesting ideas you know of guests that you may want me me to interview at rjsujay@gmail.com always waiting for a feedback or an email from you this is sujay saying take care stay safe and keep following your ikigai